0: This is Black Kings Radio, and thank you for tapping into another episode of In My Healing, one of the only podcasts dedicated to promoting rehabilitation of our black mind through dialogue to allow wounds there. Without further ado, enjoy the show.
1: All right, today what we'll be discussing is really just I wanna say gun laws, but it is bigger than just just that. That will be part of the conversation. But we'll be discussing recent shootings happening in Texas, but more so the shooting that happened, not to diminish that mass shooting, but the bad sh- shooting in Buffalo, New York. It happened outside of Topps, Topps grocery store, yeah. which was a racially motivated shooting. And there's been plenty of footage that's been circulating around social media that's shown that from his gun with it saying nigger on it to him aiming his AR at a white person of uh, caucus descent. <laughs> and, and saying, ooh, I'm sorry And going for the black people So it, What we'll be talking about tonight is We'll be unpacking that shooting Other shootings, previous shootings Going back to Columbine, what could be done And also, more so the racially motivated Shootings, that of One, South Carolina, Buffalo some that have happened here In the state of Georgia I'm trying to be articulate about it, and I just can't, so fuck it I'm coming to shoot straight from the hill that's some bullshit, man. It is bullshit. It's some bullshit. Like, when it came across my phone, man, Buffalo, when it came across my phone, I was just like, the fuck? Like, I was just depleted. I was like, the fuck, really? You can't be black in the grocery store? Right. You can hate us so much. For what reason? We not taking jobs from you. We not, we not, honestly, we need to calm down because it'll go from being funny to real angry. We're asking, we've been asking for the longest just for civil rights. For a motherf- motherfucker to be civil and to integrate ourselves within this society, you got black people all the time wanting to assimilate themselves and integrate themselves amongst this society and to just live amongst white people, man. And you have these stupid motherfuckers who create propaganda who thinking that I'm in my point in life in my state in life because of black people. No motherfucker, you lazy. You wasted your whiteness. <laughs> <laughs> You wasted your whiteness. That is that is like starting. That's like running the 100 and you got 30 yards ahead of one nigga. And somehow you still lose the race.
2: Right. That's a good one. I would like to uh, hold, hold your thought. I just want to slide this in here. I read a I'm manifesto.
3: Okay. I read Uh-oh. a manifesto
2: that said he actually wanted to pay homage to the Aryan Brotherhood. And he realized the problem. He said, as white people, as the... Caucasian, from the Caucasus Mountains, from the community. He said he realized there's a problem. He said, we don't reproduce as much as black folks. And he said, at the rate that they're already gone, he said that we're going to be the minority. So that's why he drove almost four hours to the closest black community, scoped the place out because he said he actually stayed overnight almost in his parking lot. He wanted to make his mark there. No, it wasn't the biggest place like a mall. So he really could do damage, but damage enough because, I mean, the time of day who doesn't, you know, go to the supermarket, it is a predominantly black community in Buffalo in that area that he was in. So that was his attempt to pay homage to this and Brotherhood of doing
1: so. Okay, so let's go in that direction. I wasn't planning on going in that direction, but I'm glad you said something, Brother Robin. I'm so glad you said something. Okay, if that's the case, do what y'all doing right now in, in every state and vote for abortion to be illegal. Because it, that's the reason you're doing it, because black people, I'm not saying black women not having abortions, but the black women I know around me, even if they're teenage mothers, are still giving birth to those children. Mm-hmm multiple children, some of them more so have gained the system enough so they know the more children they have, the more benefits they have to live off of. Again, I'm not saying all black women do that. I'm not even saying a good majority, just the ones I've seen in my life. So that's, that's a way of just trying to get white women to control, like you said, control the population and white women to have children. Same with coronavirus, you can't convince me this disease came from out of anywhere. And then somehow it's taking out mostly people of color. So I'm guessing this is the what? Third or fourth phase in their plan? Okay, we, we create biological warfare, we see what that does. Then we get abortions, we see what that does to help increase our population. Then you know what, let's just go shoot these niggas. Well, this might be a deeper topic than I thought, actually. This it's, might, honestly, these students. So you're saying you believe these students, they are racially motivated, but you feel like they're more so racially motivated because of population control. Well, I know that
2: one in Buffalo was no one knows the motive yet as to why. And I'm wondering if it even come out because that was, you know, they, that, they're still trying to develop possible motive for this. But one thing I think, they did hit on before. He did have a history of psychiatric
1: problems. This coming out, folks who, classmates who knew him were saying he wasn't bullied, he wasn't bullied at all. And then this is something, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think Nova brought it up a while ago, like a couple of podcasts ago, which is, so now we're using mental health to the point to so now as a crutch for bullshit. If it's somebody black, it's a terrorist, right? If it's some typically somebody of color, they're a terrorist. They're a domestic terrorists. But if it's somebody white or light, complexion, mental health. They have mental health issues. Right. All of us got mental health issues. I don't see right. myself walking up the street going to public and that bitch out. Right, right. I'm not walking right. up to the local elementary school and picking people over. Right. Yeah. So how long will that be an excuse? Like, it's enough is enough. Right. Like we could talk till we blew blue in the face. And I do want us to discuss this because we have to unpack this. But at some point, we got to figure out something. We in the South, so your gun laws, you're not gonna be able to take a gun away from a southern. You're not. But the psych there should be some type of psychiatric test in order to gain one. A shooting test? Yeah. A gun test? A gun class?
0: Gun
2: course? Yeah, checklist before you get one. A checklist
0: instead now, of just everybody can own one. You don't even have the, you don't even have to have a license to have a gun no more.
1: Which is crazy. Right now I'm I'm recording a podcast right now, right? This is what I have outside with me because I don't know if somebody's gonna because I got the garage open, I don't know if somebody's gonna walk up in my garage and try to take me and my family out. That's problematic. That's that's a problem. We live in a society, so I gotta sit in my garage with my pistol just in case some shit happens. Mm. I have to tell my wife, I'm gonna try my best to make it home to you every day. Because motherfuckers decide and they fed up and they want to end somebody's life.
2: And 80% of black men wear these targets they can't see, 18 to 35. They say you're considered not in the safe zone. You walk around with a, a, a target on
1: you. Dick, I'm 34. I, some days I do feel like a moving target. If the police get up behind any one of us, I know we have a second thought. Like, fuck, I hope he just either reading my text and getting the fuck on, or I hope he just trying to get by me. Or you just be having to go to the same place I'm going. I shouldn't have to grocery shop with my firearm.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. I shouldn't have to be in church with my firearm. That shit is problematic, man. I don't know how to sound intelligent about this or articulate it and sound polished about it. It's some bullshit, man. I, I I don't have the words tonight to sound verbose and be this orator. I, I just don't.
3: Right. I agree with everything that's being said right now as far as this may be. Well, definitely is racially motivated as far as these murders go, massacres, if you will. I feel like personally with the gun laws in place, I feel like if you have more individuals that have guns in their arsenal, like more people with guns would eliminate some of these problems that we constantly have as far as the mass shootings. I look at other countries that have a heavy population of guns or gun control due to the fact that they I, okay for instance like eastern europe or something where almost their all their population has some type of weapon in the household you don't never hear about mass shootings in that area you'll never hear about no criminal no criminal activity that causes a influx of people dying at one point and they at the same time you don't hear none of that shit why because everybody's strapped to the teeth t- i feel like places like you know, some parts of Kennesaw and in this area in Georgia, some parts of Athens, especially in those, you know, unfortunately, some of those white areas and stuff like that where they're heavily strapped to the T. Um, you're not going to get those type of problems. I feel like also it has a lot to do with responsibility, like gun responsibility, which can shed a light on, knowing that there's some people that are honestly going to slip through the cracks and be mentally ill. To some degree and slip through the cracks and get a gun or illegally get a gun i guess in a way and cause the an influx of murders <laughs> so but it wouldn't necessarily happen as much if either we strict the gun laws or we become a population where every household has a weapon where well, we can eliminate individuals from actually to coming into the home or coming to the school or coming into whatever public domain where guns are emphasized on every person And you ain't got to worry about a whole mass shooting. You got to worry about that motherfucker that's trying to do the mass shooting getting his ass fucked up. You may pick one or two off, but you ain't going to pick 13 off. I tell you that. I feel like it's a complicated subject because not everybody's going to agree with that. I feel like it'll always be a complicated subject because people prefer to get rid of guns, which is impossible because if it's not guns, it's going to be some other type of weapon of choice. Doesn't necessarily have to be a gun. I know plenty of people that got stabbed. So it could be any kind of weapon. It's just not guns alone. Church, like, you got sneezed on, my brother. Hey, that's it. That's it. People know how to make bombs out here and shit. Like, come on. Man. It could be anything at this point. But since it could be anything, let's try to control what we can control. If we know that certain parts of the Georgia area or any other city besides Georgia that deals with, heavily populated individuals that have a weapon in every household or whatever that has a steady crime rate that's not so high in, in crime then maybe we should take the blueprint from that situation to see what we can do in other cities and just experiment off of that but since we're so scared to experiment with new things in certain populations because of our worry about having guns in the house in the first place people are not going to try it which comes to more killing which comes to more murders which comes to more of everything that may be devastating to a dense population when it comes to black it kind of it kind of is weird to me honestly when it comes to the black population because we do get a lot of voices saying that we need guns in the house and we need to actually preach you know gun responsibility and gun safety and all this and that but we get a heavy preach on not having weapons, trying to strick it down to certain certain weapons, which is impossible to do at this point because ain't nobody in the trying to do that. So instead of trying to strick things down, won't we just accept what is here, accept what is now, and try to understand and learn from the experiences, i.e. the Buffalo situation or i.e. the Texas situation, Won't we just learn from these mass shootings and actually Arm ourselves and guard ourselves to to a certain degree. Like, why are we so afraid? I sent. I don't know if I sent it to all of y'all, but I sent it to one. Where there's there's a school, literally. Maybe, maybe not a lot of people are gonna agree with it, but I don't give a fuck. I kind of agree with that shit. Everybody, their mama got a go in that school. <laughs>
0: the principal had a little mini thirty-eight. Everybody, everybody strapped to the
3: teeth. I was like, yo, I don't agree with a the, lot of the. The
0: pastor, the deacon.
3: The lunch lady. <laughs> now, I don't agree with a lot of things, but it, it, you know, after all these mass shootings, I'm like, fuck yeah. Like at this point, I'm like, yeah, I need everybody to be strapped up to the T because if if the government officials ain't gonna protect you, if law if the law enforcement, ag- law enforcement agencies are too stipend, too short handed, don't have enough people to protect you, who else is gonna protect you? Jesus. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, as much as I believe in the Holy Spirit, I'll tell you right now, I'm getting shot out here. <laughs> I believe yeah. you to guard yourself. You know, there's nothing wrong with prayer, but there's a... The mug never said to not guard yourself as well. Like, you have to guard yourself in many ways and just instead of one. Like, you really need to take heed to the news and see why we have so many issues. We got a lot of murder babies growing up. We got a lot of kids that want to grow up to be murdered. Just the murder generation? Okay. Murder Inc. We got, got a lot of kids that are growing up to want to kill somebody. I watched this one clip by a kid. The teacher was recording him, and he said, I want to grow up to kill people. The teacher said, the, the teacher recorded. said, I want to kill everybody in the world except my family. That's what he said. And thought that was okay. He said that as a career. I want to be a murderer. You think that's okay? You think that's acceptable? First of all, that little nigga need to be helped, or he need to be eradicated. That nigga need to be dead. Honestly. <laughs> Bro, I'm gonna be 100% There's
0: only 100%. one way to, to handle that.
3: Ah oh, man, There's that nigga need to be dead. Like I don't There's... take for no. I don't take. I don't take. I wouldn't take no chances on these little. Mur- Look, every kid has a gun nowadays. I've noticed that. There's a weird influx of children. With pistol in every Baltimore, they go. Uh, New York, they to Chicago, they go. The L.A. area, the Bay Area. There is a weird influx, a weird ass influx of young kids having guns in their arsenal. And you think that I'm okay with trying to psychotherapize these kids? You're fucking crazy. These motherfuckers walk up on me, I'm shooting them. You better get the fuck away from me with that bullshit. Like a lot of these kids are growing up in violence, growing up in poverty growing up in uh, dismantled families, growing up in all these situations, or don't even realize that a gun is not going to solve that problem. They don't never solve that problem. You robbing people, murdering people, and all this and that, it's not going to solve that problem. And then when an outreach tries to come help these kids, they don't listen anyway. This is very frustrating. There's not enough outreach in the world in the first fucking place to help these kids. And then the ones that do want to help can't even save half these kids. Do you ever think that it was planned this way? Like, That's think I mean, about it. I mean is like, this way, man. There's there's no surprise about that. Like to, to grow up in poverty, that's on purpose. Like how you gonna
1: access if you can't afford to you can't afford food for the week, but you can afford to get your hands on a gun. Some well, military grade weapons.
3: This guy said it this guy said it best. No nobody in like has a company or rights to to have a name say, on a gun. That was produced in this country. Like, there's no company in this world that is black owned by a uh, by gun. None, none whatsoever. All white people own guns. How did those guns get in the neighborhood? Somebody white had to push that shit. Somebody white had to. And I'm not saying that. You know, I've seen some weird articles and I've seen some interesting videos. Motherfuckers from Brazil and Mexico and stuff like that building guns themselves and sending them here too. So it wouldn't surprise me if they were doing that too. Guns have a weird way of coming into the community, and they have a interesting way of getting in the pockets of the kids that are supposed to be our leading generation when we pass so
0: some of the states with the strictest gun you know, strictest
3: it's guns. always it's always the states with the strictest gun laws it's always it's always the democratic states by the way
1: <laughs> So do y'all think that's aiding and that purposely bringing guns along with drugs into this country to speed up to school the school to prison pipeline
0: so think about this right with this whole mass shooting ordeal right because obviously they're not taking mental health serious because the shooter down in texas had mental issues and so did yeah the he had um, yeah, yeah, some kind of mental issue he had been told what? him he was killing animals and stuff and everybody knows when you start killing animals the next thing is people classic
3: what Mike? hold Myers. on, hold on. Yeah, yeah hold on Let's back it up. Let's back, back it, up. it up. Okay, I get it. I get that the killing of the animals is fucking weird. I, I would never understand why. Unless you're gonna um, eat it, but you just killing it just because you just want have it. fun. Yeah, that's weird. That that's been mentioned. I, I'm just this is a question. So he's already did he explain this to somebody or are we just finding this out?
0: What killing the animals? I think somebody yeah. like his
3: parents was finding them and stuff. His parents was finding them because yeah, he was they thinking, was, I hate hearsay not saying that you're saying but i right. I, I hate i hate here you, right. i feel i feel like when it's not us when it's not black people there's excuses for them in a hundred different ways and a hundred different exactly. ways. white exactly. people have mental issues. some hispanics have mental issues if you're not a part of the african-american experience or black experience excuse me then there is some type of mental illness there's some type of dysphoria there's some type of poverty issue or there's some type of Issue going on at home broken Family or whatever There's always a fucking excuse But when it comes to right. a black man or a black woman Nah that nigga ain't got mental issues This motherfucker is crazy period right. That's just it That is I it I.E. Chris, you know? e Chris Thorner They didn't say Chris right. Thorner right. had mental right. issues
1: right. They didn't say he had mental issues They barely even brought up the fact That he was unfairly fired
0: Whenever those narratives come out Whenever there's a police on black civilian crime right? I'm going to say a murder assassination, the narrative always comes out. No matter how many witnesses come by and vouch for the person or oh, the person was doing this, 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 and that, somehow the mugshot, domestic calls, all of a sudden all this stuff started coming out. Now, with the kid down in Texas, he had a mugshot. Yeah. That they showing around on news, you know, media outlets, websites, and all the sorts, right? Nobody's mentioning what the mugshot is about. They just mentioning mental illness. So I, I see exactly what you're saying. There's something just, clearly missing.
3: I hate subliminal mess. I hate the subliminal mess. <laughs> You want I to it, Yeah. Like, just be straight with me, be, okay? Right, right, right. If he legitimately, uh, let me see evidence of this thing. Let me see the fucking rabbit being chucked <laughs> dead. Like, I need to see this thing because I don't believe you.
0: Know, well, the- you the- seen yeah. Dylan Roof, and that wasn't even enough for them to say he was racially motivated when he went in there and, and shot out on people in the church. And he had the pictures, the flag. Oh, he had the pictures up. in front of the plantation, but all they kept true. saying was he was disturbed and mentally ill. So the proof that's can
3: be put there. It's still going to make a They're still going to print a different narrative either way. You got a point. CJ brought it up. There clearly was a, an agenda. when Because, you know, Aryan Nation, they all about mass genocide towards our people because they're the number one race. If you're not pure Aryan or if you're not white, then they, they believe in the eradication of Jews. They believe in eradication of black people. They believe in eradication of some Asian population. They just believe in that shit. And the fact that this man made a memoir stating what he was going to do and how he was gonna do it and why he was doing it and what it was representing, just says a lot about how much they're afraid, once again, of the black population. Why are you afraid of us? Like, well, what's the fear about? Like, you've already fucked us over. <laughs> you great majority of us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You took from us. You, you down there took most of our pride, honestly. You, like, suicide rate amongst men. Black men, genocide amongst black women leading depression is about to be high because black women are the least sought for marriage or any counsel in any case. Like you demoralized our home from years on end. You separated our homes. You broke us down to minuscule pieces of crumb. Like what more do you want? Like when we try to sustain ourselves and we try to make sure that we thrive for the sake of our own people, our own families, our own loved ones, just, just trying to make a successor out of our generation. We step aside and make sure that you have your own fucking lane. What more do you want? What more I, do you want? I, 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 you want to know what?
1: I have to disagree. Hear me out. I understand where the fear comes from. They can't stop what's about to happen, but I understand where the fear yes. comes from.
0: Yes. Say that shit. What you about to say, bro?
1: You've... Like you just said, all those things, you've raped us, you've demoralized us, you've made sure we couldn't get loans, we couldn't provide for ourselves, you've done this for hundreds of years, you've done this for decades, you've done this for a century. Now, we know these things about ourselves, and then now you have these platforms to where we talk about it and other people talk about it, and we're pointing to each other now. People are understanding. Like I had a conversation with with my wife just then, and there was another job offer on the table. She was like, do you really want to do that? Or do you want to do what you've been talking about and really want to do? And she was like, I'm supporting you and I'm backing you for just entrepreneurship. A lot of us are understanding our worth, our power, our control we have. They see that too. They understand that our dollar is the most valued dollar in this country. They understand our women are the highest educated in this country they understand all these things they understand we are about to double and triple them in population so there's a real fear there. just just my opinion what i believe the fear is they see all of that coming down the pike and they also like Mm, what if these niggas stop wanting to be civil and just get belligerent as fuck? It's what if they rap. just get angry as it's fuck and just be like, you know what? We tired of the bullshit. Some of y'all got to go.
0: What Tupac say? Come to the door loaded with the 4-4. Four four. I'm
1: tired. I've been,
0: I've been knocking at the door. I'm tired. I'm tired.
1: And I'm even not going to knocking analogy.
0: at the door. I'm going to take that.
1: Even with that analogy, Pop said it in the interview. I know exactly what you're talking about. He said it in the interview. He said, if I see food, he said, if I'm hungry and I see food, at that door, and you at that door, at first I'm like, hey man, can I have some food? Then the next time, I'm going to knock on the door. Hey, please give us food. The third time, song and dance, I'm going to put a beat to it. I'm going to entertain you in order to eat. Can I have some food? Please give me food. After a while, you kicking in that motherfucking door. You taking what is you feel like is yours, and that's it. Eventually, I can't believe I'm quoting my, um, my brother-in-law, but eventually, that shit's gonna come to a head. That shit's me? gonna come to a head and that might end up being an
3: all-out race war. Nah,
0: that would be mm. so so, so I, check I, this. I, so I,
3: check I, this. I mean I disagree
0: with that. So check this. Before we even came over before we were shipped out, we had booming economy, booming city, trade system. Economic was on you know what I'm saying? Economy was on point. Got sent over here and we're still making ways out of nothing, still buying our freedom, still supporting ourselves with scrap, still practicing business practices to the point of coming out of slavery and still doing the same thing. You got to understand, even though this new generation, they on some other shit, majority of them are coming through, not caring nobody else's say, not following the assumed narrative, creating their own job, getting educated. If we truly woke up and understand who we are, we'll be a force to reckon with. That's what they're afraid of. That's what they're afraid of. if we really came together and put our dollars together
3: it'll be a wrap. i think a certain group of people are afraid of that i don't think all white folks are afraid of it i think there's a there's a number of white people that truly are just afraid of the fact that they're no longer going to be the majority i think that it just comes down to that simple framework they're getting bigger we're getting smaller and we need to do something i think when it comes to like financial institute where you see a lot of black people becoming successors of their own and becoming more bosses than anything else. I think there's another subgroup of white folks that look at that shit and try to attack it from that side. That ain't, but for the poor whites that decide to drive their asses out their way to a whole fucking city that's heavily dense for black people i.e. Buffalo and just want to murder people because of the population control that he's trying to set upon this one heavily (laughs) dense populated city I don't know how one man could do that but whatever it just rings simple minded that's just what it is I think there's two different angles going here I think one group of white folks focus on No longer being the power structure, and I feel like the other group is focused on the pure dominance of overpopulation of black people. I feel like there's two
2: different groups playing at hand. I really do. Did anybody ever see Godfather? Yeah. Godfather. We talking about the movie? Yeah. Yes, I have. Do you remember the scene at the commission? With the five families there at the table, mm-hmm. they're talking about the takeover of boroughs and you know, distribution of products. They're going around to each family and stuff like that, and saying, "All right, you got this area, you got this area." And he said, "What about those blacks, man, out of Harlem?" Oh. You know what Don Vito said? He said. Don't worry about the niggas He said They'll take care of themselves mm. And that's how They look at us They look at us As unstable To the point of There's no solidarity Other than I guess Certain tertiary areas And not uh, Even to a point of greed We take out You know Each other For power And I think that They feel like Oh well You know They'll take care of themselves In these impoverished areas Because you know they're, they're fighting over scraps And if we see them Along the way You know We'll play our part too So you know that's what they feel like you know they don't feel like we're we're unstable and they feel empowered to do so that's how i interpreted that but i feel like though in the movie i feel like that's a really it's like a learned behavior Hmm. i feel like we talk about
3: black enterprise we talk about the community how to bring solidarity within the community i feel like every time that there's a something good going always when it's going too good someone tries to come in and interrupt. And I feel like in this instance, we can never have a sense of stability. I think we were born out of chaos in this moment, these, these recent generations, because every time that something happens, it's disrupted and we become chaotic. We don't know how to, then we restabilize ourselves. And then it's like a learned behavior from the past mistake. We don't know how to fluctuate. Now we have kids that are shooting each other we have black on black violence that's always been the case but it seems like it's fucking worse now and it's just every time that something goes well when there's disruption it's like that turnaround period it just gets a little worse and it frustrates the hell out of me to see the statistics of today it frustrates me to see the videos of today of young kids and violent behaviors old heads too with big violent behaviors there's nothing nothing new It it frustrates my spirit But I also understand It's learned behavior It's always learned behavior It's never us that does it It's always Because let's be real When communities back in the day were doing good When the disruption came It was taught to be chaotic Every fucking time it was time. Like, how do we fix this? How do we do this? How do we do that? How do we do this? They bombing us. They blowing us up. They didn't destroy it. They going to Tulsa. They didn't did this and this and that. Let's regroup over here. Oh, here come the crack epidemic. Here come the guns. Here come the opioids. Here come everything. Just destroying the community. Every time we learn something, it, we also learn the negative effects of it as well. And it's like we constantly keep the residual effects with us along with the positive and it's very frustrating how do we desensitize from that residual that residual negative behavior how do we do that how do we change how do we start- say how do we say I'm, I'm gonna let you have it how do we stop white influence no matter how devastating it is in our communities how do we just regroup and no longer process the fact that we were hit and we just move on Start. Right. you start from home
1: i truly believe that you start from home you starting a community. We are all leaders in our homes and in our family. You have to have a set of morals and a set of beliefs to live by. And you have to keep that in practice no matter what happens. For me, it's a lot you have to, even if you don't go sit and talk to a therapist, you also have to learn to process these things. What we do is when shit happens, like you said, to your point, we be like, oh, shit, here, go again. I knew the shoe was going to fall at some point. What we learn to do is see the positives in those situations and push through a find a silver line and learn from that and learn to insulate ourselves it's possible because other communities have managed to do it right the jewish community has managed to do that the asian community specifically chinese community have managed to do that other communities in this world have managed to go through it. Uh, atrocity and learn to insulate and be self-sufficient. And that goes back to what we talk about sometimes on the podcast, which is economic self-sufficiency. Learning, in outside your comfort zone and learning things. Everybody can't be a rapper. Everybody can't be a ball player. Mm-hmm. Everybody can't be an entertainer. We no. learn to push, because I'm probably going to quote this wrong, as I'm, so I'm going I'm to quote it, but I'm going to quote it completely wrong. It is easier to raise morally straight children than it is to heal broken men. At this point, these grown-ups, they are who they're going to be. We are who we're going to be. Some were willing to learn and change and evolve and grow and some aren't. But you start with the generation now and you push that and you keep pushing that. You learn to insulate yourself. The worst thing I feel like that's ever happened to us as a community is integration. Like like you said, when we were creating communities like Tulsa, Oklahoma and Rosewood and trying to think of the part of North Carolina, um, there's a neighborhood in North Carolina and even Georgia, wait, I forget the name. It was a foot, there it was a football player Two football players, actually, their family has a town, Chubb Town. When we learn to self-insulate ourselves, then we can start to grow from that. That shit's not going to happen overnight. It's not, but we have to be those examples in our own home. Nobody, you're that example to your daughters. Revis, you're that example to your family member. You're that example, Cam, to your daughter. We have to be that because if we try to work on this grand scheme, I'm like, oh, all of us, one of us is going to change the entire world, the day is done of, oh, we have a Malcolm X or Martin Luther King or Megan Evers, that's going to galvanize the whole black community that we're going to follow them. Because that mm-hmm. shit ain't work. Roland Martin ain't pushing the whole community to move forward. <laughs> not galvanizing enough people. Yeah. And that's not a shot at Roland, he's doing what he can. Like Al-, Al-, Al Sharpton not doing it. Jesse Jackson not doing it. You have to be a leader in your own household and in your own community. And show some grace to these kids. I know grown ass men who get mad at black boys for being boys. Don't get mad at them and beat their ass, pull them to the side, let them know, at least try to get in there. If it's too late, then cool, you try, but if not, pour, pour back into that. I, I really believe that, and I'm earnest about that, about wanting to work with children push them towards that but until that happens we're going to deal with mass shooting not only from outside of the community but within the community because think about it when you hear about these shootings it's for the dumbest reason in the world man this nigga bumped into me man or he tried to holler at my girl or he disrespected me really so your life in prison or lose your life period was worth that all you doing is not a broken system systems working exactly how it was meant to work all you're doing is allowing yourself to feed into that same system right this country was built on our back and it continues to drive and be successful because of our back step. you have black men and women in prison who are essentially keeping this economy afloat if you can call this economy being afloat you there's there's more to life than success than what we put out there in the narrative of okay if you're not an athlete or a ball player you can be a doctor or attorney Plumbers make money too. <clears throat> People with trades and skills, carpenters make good money too. Right. When we had those things in our communities, we were able to sustain, even through Jim Crow. Shit, my grandmother was a bootlegger and managed to raise five children pretty well without any struggle, without getting kicked. She all ended up owning a home, two homes, two cars, took care of her family. We just heard. Mm. So all that starts at home, man. And even going back to what you said earlier, we also teach self-defense at home. Why are we so afraid of guns? I'm with you on that. Why are we so afraid of guns? They're here. They're not going anywhere. They aren't. They're probably uh, going to be a true much as people don't want to hear that, that's going to happen. Now, if we are uh, my children, and there's, I forget the guy's name, but he's he's trained his children how to load, unload, clean. Like, they're loading up their guns. right about this. Yep. Breaking they shit down blindfolded, teaching yeah. them a healthy respect for their firearm. Right, Un- letting them understand it's not a toy. This is for self defense. Right. And if you grew up in a country, not only is this for self defense, this is a way to feed yourself and feed your family. You have to teach that. Like for the life of me, my mother doesn't want to own a gun, and I'm like, you live in, in the in the middle of the cater by yourself. I need you to learn. I need I need you to get one, and I need you to learn, because I can get a call any night. God forbid something I happen to, you, and you easily could have stop that if you were to arm yourself right so that some of that falls on us too some of that does fall on us too like take more time parenting in the home take more time teaching your kids skills that they can take in life man and push push the generation forward right we'll insulate ourselves like really sit inside the community and buy black as much as you can create what you can this podcast is part of that we're getting the message out that we all felt some kind of way so we was like you know what Let's get the message out there. And then we also all individually was like, you know what? I can create something that can benefit my family, that can grow my family. And it's not going to be easy. And I feel like that's a problem with us, too. If something doesn't come as quick and as easy, we're ready to quit. I was that way way for the longest time when I was younger. And where did it get? You got to push past that, man. You know, go ahead, go ahead now you go ahead because i i i'll ramble all day so
3: go ahead i mean you can ramble it's all good you know you rambling you know Cal. he taking pictures and stuff what's going on Cal? boy, I saw you, you boy. <laughs> I saw you i saw you with the mic you know what i'm saying trying to look on oh, you know no, it
0: was good lighting right there you know i do
3: i do i do
2: because
3: i, do, I do
0: a bomb it. ass that chat filter you know what i'm saying <laughs> he you to, send that to, to his lady friends <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> ah go ahead <laughs> talking about turn up just out here
1: podcasting you know,
3: you know out here can't
0: major out here, out here dropping the album out here you know what i'm saying with the mic <laughs> had the
3: microphone in the picture and all that You <laughs> everybody can't
0: everybody can't be a rapper you know nah
3: nah but but you can't speak <laughs> uh-huh. Speak your truth. Bro. Speak your truth. Yo, I did. I did have a question. Though.
0: I was just really like taking a bunch of notes, and mm-hmm. gathering mm-hmm. a bunch of information that everybody was mm-hmm. putting out. Right. So we all know guns are not going nowhere. They got ghost gun. In case the viewers don't know, but I wanted to know y'all opinions on the direction Georgia is headed. Do, we? Do you agree or not agree with camp passing of harmless mm-hmm. carry? of concealed handgun. oh so i can get a gun right now and just chill yeah and just chill go wherever go whatever without without the license no license no
3: wow i feel like i've heard this and i just didn't care but i think i should <laughs> I, think I, care. I mean, care. it kind of
0: it kind of goes it kind of goes both ways. Like you were saying earlier, everybody should be able to own a firearm. Yeah,
3: I mean and if more yeah. people
0: have firearms, there will be less mass shooting. But I Beyond also care. I
3: hands. also care about the responsibility too. Like, exactly. Right. You, I'm not. I'm not saying that every household shouldn't have a weapon. I think every household should have a weapon. I'm not. I'm going to be one hundred percent about. It. But I think every sane household more than any household. I like. I don't want. I don't want the masses of, of Georgia to have guns if we know that most of these motherfuckers are crazy. Like, I, yeah, we, can't, we can't play that game either. I'm not saying that... Uh, what I'm saying is if we have guns in each household, make sure that everybody's evaluated properly. I don't know what those evaluations would look like, but it would be nice to see that it, they were tested and proven to actually yield a weapon. And, you know, if something does occur, then something does occur. It's not like it won't. Like, things happen. Like, people will slip through the cracks. It always happens. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what situation it may be, what rule, what law. There's always going to be somebody that's going to try to buck the system. There's always going to be that. So, I would feel a whole
0: lot better if you did your due diligence, though.
3: Yeah. that that, And that would be nice. That would be nice to to open carry without trying to seek a permit or try to seek a license, you know, just just in that sense of fashion. I think it that may be a little irresponsible uh, to a certain degree. I do definitely do believe that. But I also do believe that it's the best time to get a weapon. (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 <Just to laughs> be real. like if you if you were trying to get that license that you was prolonging your situation and you said you know i don't feel like going today i don't feel like going tomorrow hey he just gave he gave you a free pass he gave you the golden ticket you know what i'm saying if you the same individual out here in the state do you but i think it would be more appropriate more responsible to actually get it value i don't think it's i think that's very irresponsible i just thought about something you know
0: could that be a Plot to take out more more black people. It could be a plot. That, wasn't that an issue before concealed carrying that was getting? Was it really people, getting black people shot? Yeah. I mean, I, I believe Fernando Castile. I believe he was in his car. I believe he told the officer he had a firearm on his hip. I believe he told him, cannot You know what I'm saying? And 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 he ended up getting shot.
3: I I, I understand that. Uh but I do also believe that this is a law that's been publicized and it's in the news and it's uh and everybody in their fucking mouth know about it that I don't I wouldn't necessarily see that as a huge problem, but I was I would still be concerned about it because I am black. <laughs> I would be concerned about it. But uh black people are dying by cops and by everybody nowadays for no so a gun ain't gonna stop you, it ain't gonna stop that situation from happening. Like there's plenty of people that are getting murdered and don't have weapons at all whatsoever that are black so you know it, it, it's damn if you do damn if you don't but i'd rather you exactly. have it and be ready you know what i'm saying versus you yeah. not have it and be ill prepared
0: you, you don't know who gonna have you don't
1: they they taking away newports so that was killing us
0: newports say newports when they took new newports away I didn't hear that
1: one. <laughs> Wait, wait a minute. That's supposed to be stop selling and producing Newports. Not Newports. Uh,
0: so what is Jet Magazine going to advertise? Do they still
1: make Jet Magazine? I think they do. <laughs> <laughs> think they do. <laughs> I <think> they, do. <laughs> they got to get a with of new it, creative it, way to kill
2: us. There's a use of Newports. It'll covers. be a, and,
0: it'll oh, be a newport. A Newport uh, little advertisement right before the Jet Beauty. And then they'll put it on the back. They put it on the back of the,
1: of, of the
3: magazine, uh, right? It's gonna be called Newport Vapes, it's right? They're,
2: they're...
3: <laughs> yeah, You, hey, you might want to trademark that,
0: you might want to send them an email, you right?
2: That,
0: you know where they're gonna stay in profit. <laughs> it's all new vapes,
2: uh... <laughs> Look,
0: they, be all, they be all on the front cover smiling, I don't see no
3: type of cigarettes, no nothing. What's exactly. your advertising? They, they over there <laughs> advertising <laughs> fucking smoke. <bro>. I don't, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I don't even know. shit. Huh? <laughs> that's it ah we're no longer in business <laughs> that's crazy though so yeah they'll find well hey just consent you know you know cj all about the here, so i like that <laughs> that's it no more new ports let's put guns on the street Let's
0: look
3: the new port's not working we gotta put. we
0: gotta
1: step it up or not which is done <laughs> As you know, black people will switch brands like cigarette uh, oh, yeah. smokers. They got they got their alternative brand, that they can't get new parts. They were like, All right, if I can't get new parts, I'm gonna get a pack of Marl, Marlboro menthol. I can't oh, get man. that, and then I'm gonna smoke my Paul Malls.
3: That- <laughs> That's a Paul. and <laughs> <laughs> Camel hey, Cam- Ma- hey, Cam- Ma- hey, Cam be the last one. Let me get that Camel, Camel back. No love from black people, <laughs> the only love Camel getting it from Jay Z because he looked like that. What happened to him? Bro, <laughs> the coos even exist still? I don't them. think so. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you named them. He's <laughs> okay. walking at the
1: okay. gas station <laughs> like this. Hey, side note, side note, I ain't gonna lie, you an old black man, and how you think of smoking the cigarette? The coolest thing in the world, boy. It'd be oh, yeah, I,
0: I'm I, like, I, what is I, you doing? I, marinating the cigarette? What is you doing? Man.
1: No, they so patting down, down all the tobacco in the rat poison so and back out. into the cigarette. There it is. There it is. There it is. They doing yeah. what with the rat poison? They patting all the rat poison and tobacco back down into the cigarette so they can smoke it. That, oh, that's okay. that makes sense. DJ so
2: suspicious. this.
1: These niggas be so cool with it, man. Like, you don't see nigga freak of black? They were like, <laughs> 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 I'm freaking <laughs> it. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, you
0: ever seen you ever seen somebody you ever seen somebody pissed off and they get oh, yeah. pointing at you with a cigarette?
1: Look, yeah, I, so. I look at old old bitch and everything. So. Ain't gonna take too much from you. <laughs> I ain't now.
3: I ain't now. <laughs> why the niggas smoking cigars now? You know, watch this past. He watched this future when he was your damn shade. Uh, uh look at that shit right. A lot of flame coming off of that. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't <laughs> now. As I smoke be a that, cigar, right? Be like, that boy kicked that Trey
0: Songz party. Set your hair on
1: fire. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Cam. <laughs> Ooh, that, that that man Trey Songs is in some trouble, yeah. man. Yeah. What's going on with that? I don't know, but he he, he just got to make it out of jail because that's where he going. <laughs> what's
3: up <on> with uh? <laughs> no, nah,
1: what happened? I, 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 don't know, with, I
3: don't know
1: what's going on. What's the what, what what's, what's up with, with uh, that? Trey Songz and his
3: uh Trey Songz was it a uh, sexual assault case or rape allegations? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sexual assault multiples. The first time something
1: was said yeah. that I can remember was Kiki Palmer said he tried to sexually assault her. I
3: believe that. I do too. Yeah, he deserved I to go he to he jail. I believe For that. that one, I he be- deserved to go to jail. And I don't think Kiki a liar. I don't think Ke- she looked crazy, but I don't think she a liar. I don't think mm-hmm. she a liar. Now you know, crazy and liar two different things, two different people. And when she was speaking her truth, uh, you know, people didn't believe her because she they believed that she was crazy. <laughs>
1: let's call call it what it is she's a black woman so they don't believe a black woman
3: no she's not only that not only that black women don't believe in black women <laughs> so with Trey Song, yeah, yeah. When it was Trey Song, black women were not agreeing with Kiki Pump. you trying Sorry. to start trying to start a boycott of the podcast. Just saying. I'm just letting them, I'm just letting be you known. I'm not saying like every it's not all black women. It's just, you know, it's very specific demographic of people that like celebrity men, that like famous men. You know what I'm saying? Like when it comes to like the trace songs of the world, that they for some reason, you know. Like the R. Kellys and the Trey songs of the world, when they have all of these they on black women coming up to the their age. our seniors and all that. These are the ones pushing up on our... one motherfucking black woman say I've been assaulted. And it's like thirty of the mother motherfuckers saying, "No, you didn't. Use a lie. Go kill yourself." Type. Oh What's up with black women not protecting black women? Ooh. Ain't that something? Ain't that Ooh, something? That's a that's
1: podcast that's right. right there, my brother.
3: That's a whole
1: different podcast.
3: Put a that's pin in that
0: one.
1: Right there. That's
3: that's the next podcast topic. I think, guests, I think with some guest on oh yeah 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 come on now i just feel like they always complain about black what does that mean they got they got uh a, uh a, a, they got uh i got an understanding of that to a certain you know what i'm saying it's not all black men that think this way or this protection of black i prefer mine you know and i'm willing to protect anyone on the street who feels like they they need help i got no problem with that it's not all black men but what I have noticed, in a grand scheme of things, and all the social media platforms and all the comment sections, that keyboard warriors—you know what I'm saying? Black women, this black women, and they cut—they cut so deep that I can see why motherfuckers want to jump off. Of Goddamn, that's—that's that's what I'm saying. So why they protecting Trey yeah. Sean Raping ass. is <laughs> raping ass. Goddamn. I, I Glad want you got
1: that up. No. though. because. Because I could say it way into this, Black women believing in and protecting other Black women along with Black men protecting Black men and Black women. Mm. You have the right. NRA, right? And you have other organizations, Black gun-owning organizations, yeah. who also teach how the value of having a gun. And also they also provide attorneys. They provide all these things. Why don't we also point to that as a community? Man, like really, that's a good question. Arm ourselves and protect ourselves. Like. Not every, not everything about the Black Panther Party was on the up and up. Let's just keep it above, because Eldridge Cleaver was out here raping women. I was about to say. <laughs> so <laughs> he got a history. history. But, but, so let's keep it above. But right. one thing that I do respect about them is a couple of things I should respect about them. One thing I did respect about them is they understood gun laws, gun safety, and they protected themselves. That's why COINTELPRO had to do what they had to do in order to dismantle them, because they couldn't come at them like they're coming at the black community now, which is just mass shooting. You're going to Oakland, or you're going to Southside Chicago, you're just not going to walk up in there and think you're just going to kill a two of the black people, because they are armed. Right. They're trained. Even like the FOI for the Nation of Islam, they're armed. They're military trained. We have to train ourselves. You don't have to be a police officer or former military in order to know how to protect and train yourself. That's I think, we, honestly, we, outside of just learning how to use firearms correctly, we honestly should take some type of martial art. true. If I
3: agree with
1: that. If it's not jujitsu, wrestling. Like, I wrestled in high school. Like, I know one thing. One of y'all put your hands on me. That's anybody, but let's use y'all, for example. One of y'all put your hands on me. Y'all gonna have a
3: hard time with well, me. Why, why us though? Don't know. Why you have to put me in? Why you have
2: to? put me in? this
3: nigga, this nigga Cam, this nigga Cam was talking real slick today. Oh, was he? What do you use
2: him? Use me,
3: nigga. Hey, listen,
2: I'm listen. listen. I'm out
0: here pulling, pulling linebacker move.
1: Yeah, boy, boy. <laughs> <laughs> my, my you you got to see the video.
3: Have you seen that video? What video?
1: Man, Cam looked like Ray Lewis. No. Came through the Cam, line. Cam cleared out the hole and made the tackle. I ain't never seen it in my life. I ain't oh, never seen man. somebody do it so, so smoothly in my life.
3: I was like, damn, Cam, the best <laughs> thing is he moves swiftly.
1: Arthur Blank, you hear that?
0: Arthur, awesome, you
3: hear that? Arthur. <laughs> <Awesome>. There <laughs> go your pillow <laughs> bar right there, Arthur Blank. I feel I look look. I feel like everybody in this group <laughs> I feel like all of us have had that wonderful experience when uh, Rob had his experience with the homeless guy <laughs> Yo. <laughs> doing Yo. Doing, I show you crazy <laughs> I
0: ain't never seen him.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget that day <laughs> look
0: he scared me I had to back up a little bit right,
3: wait a minute Look, me, 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 me and No looked at each other like, huh? <laughs> the two biggest mugs. Here comes Rob. <laughs> he like, Rob, i to go across that street.
2: <laughs> I was like, you know, Rob,
1: I'll, I'll show you crazy.
2: Right,
1: right. These streets crazy. came out real quick.
3: Rob said, on. Get
1: out and lay down.
2: You're
3: right and from that point on literally literally i've been calling rob philly the whole time i'll I call him philly. <laughs> like his contacts in my phone is philly okay <laughs> <Hey>, if <laughs> philly came out this month man i was like yo he crazy <laughs> bro. the mother philly though
1: crazy I, I, I didn't
0: see him, him in a whole different light i couldn't even can even look <laughs> at you the same <laughs> you
2: That's all, it,
1: all of us as a community should be able to learn to somehow defend ourselves even if it's hand-to-hand combat or it's a firearm and yeah, that's absolutely. that's part of how we stop that because if if you train yourself sufficiently enough when you do run into these instances you might, might be able to actually disarm somebody right before, before some shit pop off
3: right i feel like a lot of people are uh, uh it, people are so reactive yeah. people uh, when they see a gun the the first response immediately is run puck uh, hide or duck you know what i'm saying <clears throat> I feel like you know when there's thirty to one at some point, at some point one of you motherfuckers need to stop. You know what I'm saying, or stop this person, or stop the attack. I feel like in any instance when you know you're close to a gun, there should be some type of defensive understanding the nature of how to disarm somebody or how to stabilize somebody until the, somebody can disarm. There's so many videos out there, just as many as there're negative videos. There's so many positive videos out there where the gunman may come into a, a, a store or a restaurant or a club, and immediately when the person sees that gun, they don't just pause. They go right into it. They go right in that. And that comes from experience, and that comes from learning and understanding the nomenclature of what was expected of this event if I don't stop this right then and there in my tracks. I feel like if you're right next to the gunman, I feel like you should respond <laughs> if you're 10 feet 30 feet I get it get the hell out run you know duck get the hell out dodge but if you're right next to this man if it was me and I say this with pure honesty I'm gonna try to stop that motherfucker like you dead ass turn. like you if turn. he's he's literally two feet from me set aside like hit to hip or just you know just right in parameter of arm's distance I'm getting this, much because... Like, go ahead. No, my bad. That
1: goes into what... You're absolutely right, because uh, I don't know how true this is, so I'm going to preface that with my statement with that. I don't know how true it is, but supposedly a father, a husband, who got a call from the school in Texas was getting his hair cut. Getting the haircut. Getting the haircut. Wife told him they was shooting at the school. Now you have 19 police officers who are standing up there outside the school. He decides to take the firearm from the from the barbershop go Mm. to the school grab his children and his wife out of the school and also kill and disarm and kill the murderer because that's what we're going to call him. wow if you it's to the point if you don't stand for nothing you'll fall for anything at some point you gotta have some courage willing to sacrifice people are so afraid and i'm not saying i'm asking for a hell of bullets to come towards but if i'm put in a position so it's me or it's my wife, my family, and I have to protect them. I will. I right. can't live with. I can't live with the fact that
3: I could have protected you. I could have done something, and I chose not to out of fear. No, I, I agree with that. I think it's all about the the fight or flight situation. I feel like personally, your purpose has to be far significant than you desiring like what is your purpose like if you know that you got people that are in danger your family's in danger loved ones are in danger it will with the means of your life being sacrificed going back if you're trying to protect and save the individual that you want to see further live on are you going to try to protect or are you going to run and take this bullet anyway <laughs> and die back? like like wh- which one is like and, and, and that's not for everybody not everybody's going to think this way not everybody's going to respond this way. And I'm not going to, and people that do run from the situation, I'm not going to call them cowards. There's nothing cowardly about trying to protect yourself. There's nothing cowardly. But what I will say is that in circumstances like what CJ brought up, if it's family, your wife, your kids, because if it's my kids, I try to do anything and everything. I personally do believe that I haven't been put in that situation enough, but I feel like my heart that if I was put in that situation, I would do anything it takes to actually protect my own because my purpose outweighs my life. It really does. And I feel like when people don't recognize that in that moment, there's some discernment about it. It's unfortunate because. When you don't think about that now since one person didn't die now you have 13 other people that have witnessed fatal loss in some degree like you could have been that one person that saved every you know what i'm saying and i'm not saying to be the the martyr or the hero necessarily but i'm saying if you knew that there was a gun in place try your best (laughs) versus 20 motherfuckers dying you know what i'm saying like it's hard to say that and be you know it's easier said than let's just say it. it's easier said than done because right now I'm just talking and I, I just feel like in every mass shooting i feel like one person could have did it. i really do personally and if that one person failed then it was unfortunate but he tried or she tried and she said she did a great ordeal of a sacrifice because she didn't have to or he didn't have but that person tried and i feel like if another person tried after that there wouldn't be 20 people or 13 people or 10 people there may be one or two people or no one like there's a video where there's a guy is at a club and his bouncer was two security officers female security officer in the mail and he's just chilling there dude comes in there with a long gun he takes it out of his his coat and the female security officer she got the fuck off (laughs) He the fuck As soon as he saw that gun, he he jumped straight into action, stabilized the weapon, tackled him on the ground, made sure that the weapon was in his hand as well so it wouldn't be fired off, and beat that man to a pulp until the cops got <laughs> Like, I bet you he has, I he the way that he was moving, this nigga has no training. Like, he has none. He just knew two simple things. There's a gun, and there are people. And and there's a, that is it. It's gonna be either me or him because if he gets me, then he gets the rest of them. He may not have thought of that, but innately that's what would happen. So it's one or the other. And what he did was he took his life and valued valued surpassed the means of others and said, Fuck this man, you gonna die before I do. And he took that gun and he actually beat this motherfucker to a pole. You don't have to have training experience to have courage. You don't. You don't have to be a hero. You just need to be able to actually save. People in the name of just saving—you don't have to be noticed. I agree, and
1: it, it encourage
3: people get that shit misconstrued.
1: There's right. some having courage is mean is having a lack of fear or a lack of being afraid.
3: No, you're hell afraid.
1: It's doing it in spite of your fear. Mm-hmm. It is. It's doing it in spite of how afraid you are. Understanding the consequences, understanding the sacrifice.
3: And right.
1: if you're not willing to sacrifice, ah, this as a man, this is how I feel. If you're not willing to sacrifice for a bigger cause, no what no matter what, what it may be in your life, that bigger cause in your life might be your family or might be your job or it might be something. But if you're not willing to sacrifice, then what's the point? Why are you here? Right. Like that's like you said, your purpose is bigger than your life. What's right. gonna be said about you if you don't do anything? Something's going to be said about these 19 officers who just sat out there.
3: That's true. They'll
1: that's never true. live out, they'll never let that down. Right. But I can promise you. The example that father set by going into that school that will be talked about for generations in the <laughs> Right, exactly.
0: It would be so. I knew I'd be pissed if I knew in your car you
1: had artillery,
0: you have vests, you had all the proper equipment to do your job, and you chose to do
1: absolutely nothing. And they gotta live with that. They gotta live they with do. that. Yep. But you gotta of, think
0: about how much you lost by doing so little.
1: This is prime example of because it's it's happened in my own family. My mother. Her first husband was, was violent to her, like would just beat her, savagely beat her. She came down here. She was living in Chicago then. She came down here, that's how she met my father. He was working as a supervisor at Greyhound Bus Station. This is like, what, late 70s, early? Yeah, this is like late 70s. They get close, They get. she's making freaking trips down here. They end up getting closer. She reveals to him what's going on because she comes down here and couldn't hide the bruises after a while. At this point, he's in love with her. He's falling in love with her. In her child. He had to make a decision. I don't know what was going through his mind. I don't know if he was fearful or what. But he knew he had to get her out of that situation. Mm. He knew his purpose was bigger than in his life. So what he did was he took a Greyhound bus, kept that energy all the way up there, <laughs> kicked in this dude's door, beat his ass, and got my mother and sister out of that situation.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: And the fact that it's still talked about in my family let you know and i say that to say this if you have that example you won't have to determine if you have fight or flight i know it's fighting me because of that's in my dna that's what mm. i come from that's the example that's set. like i don't have to question what i'm doing in the situation i'm just going to respond it happens on a small scale at like work if something happened you've all seen it i don't hesitate to jump in i do it sometimes probably to my own detriment but I jump in and I respond. Right. And that's because the example was set for me. Something was in his DNA that allowed him to be like that in my DNA. You, If you raise these men and women, and I'm not saying everybody just jump in front of a hell of bullets and just sacrifice your life all the time. Right. But fight. We used to fight. We fought Jim Crow. We fought civil rights. Shit, we still fighting civil rights. Fight. Train yourself. Arm yourself. Not only as far as weaponry, but intellectually arm yourself. Right. That's the only way we get out of this. Noble says something earlier, and it's true, people may not want to hear it, but none of this stuff is gonna really stop. Racism is not gonna end, gun violence is not gonna end, mass shootings are not gonna end, all these things are not gonna end. But what we can do is we can protect ourselves to help decrease these numbers of these incidents happen. I promise you, if it comes out that next time a mass shooter tries to shoot up a convenience store and they may get they may get one person. But then the owner of that convenience store bah, takes him out. I bet that next mass shooter might think twice, like,
3: mm, I don't know.
1: These right. niggas is armed out here. Right. You're not gonna walk into another church thinking you're gonna just empty the clip on somebody.
3: Yeah nah. Yeah. Nah. We have
1: yeah. adamant about this. We have to be the change makers. We have to be the change that we want to see. Because of the generation underneath us sees that. And if if we're always showing flight, what do you think they're gonna do? Go? Well, Daddy ran, so I'm gonna run. Daddy didn't stand up. So I'm not going to stand. But, but if Cam, your daughter sees daddy stood up for something, I could stand up for something too, because that's in my blood. I believe that's the only way you start to create some type of change. None of this is ever going to completely stop, but you can decrease the numbers of it. Right. Because guns still are going to make their way into, into this country. Guns are still going to make their way into the inner city. You're still going to have misguided youth and adults who feel like they should turn to guns and that should be the end all be all. Prisons are still going to exist, drugs are still going to Right. But if you lay a solid foundation, there's a chance this person might not end up going down that same rabbit hole. A foundation was laid for me. I could have easily been in the streets or been in prison. But a foundation was laid for me. like, hey, we're going to make sure you stay out of trouble. We're going to make sure you go to these camps every year. You're going to do this, you're going to do that. I can remember people in my neighborhood were dying left and right. You want to know where I was that summer? At Emory University at a science
3: camp. You guys. <laughs>
1: It, yeah, you're right. My, 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 my mother was like, yeah, I can't have you out in these streets like
3: that. Right. <laughs> this is true.
1: So I'd rather have you learning about M. Hope Tep, who was the first black, who was the first physician who happened to be African. Mm. I'd rather you learn about those things than learn about how to flip a key. Which, which, by the way, you no, know, I'm saying, go telling myself. Just <laughs> you
0: was flipping bricks, bro.
1: No, I just know everybody was whipping it. I know my I'm way around whipping break I know, I know my way around the chemistry set. But right, <laughs>
2: breaking
3: good, not bad. Breaking good. I'm, I'm gonna say this real quick I do have to go. Unfortunately, oh, um, to no, sh- be quiet. <laughs> Well, what I will say is, that, I, mean, I, ain't got gold to do. My phone
2: said I gotta do. Just... Say hey, what?
3: The <laughs> nah, But what I will say is that, that we can't, we can no longer be ignorant. <laughs> like, black you gotta stop being ignorant. Like, it's, it's just gotta happen because. There's too many of us that do this for for people to not acknowledge that we need to change. There's too many social influencers out there, too many podcasts, too many motivational speakers and inspirationers. There's too many of us out here for nobody to say, hey, we need to stop creating more violence. You can no longer sit here. Everybody in a mama got self. And as much as uh, we push this narrative up, Of saying, hey, we need to become more excellent as black people. We need to become more uh, powerful as black people. We need to strive more as black people. We need to do all this. Someone's hearing this. And hearing this well. And still deciding to have that gun in their hand. And want to shoot at their (laughs) fucking... We need to stop being... Because you're not... It's not even ignorant. Just stupid. Like, you're not even lacking the knowledge. The knowledge is here. The fact that you're aware of your situation. You need to figure out how to get out of it. And you need to figure out how to do it. When there is less violence, and, 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 and I feel like Black people, we always hear to talk, but it goes out of what? What your mom said? I'm saying you. Say some shit, but it always goes uh, out. Once it goes in, we need to sit. We need to sit with that information. We need to sit with that knowledge. We need to sit and and, and fester in those moments where it could be life changing. If we're constantly just listening for that one brief second of a of of, of a moment, then we're never going to essentially invest in ourselves and, and douse ourselves with more inspiration for others and, and push to be the better narrative it takes more than just us it takes every you know so mm-hmm. i feel like i feel like personally like i said there's no reason in today's age to be stupid there is literally no reason there's no reason at all and i'm not talking about every other, i'm not talking about impoverished countries or stuff. I'm talking about in this country in particular. I met a homeless nigga just yesterday, and he had a cell phone. So I ain't trying to hear shit. (laughs) Like, like stop playing with, like, everybody's phone. And if you don't have a phone, somebody has a phone that you know. And y'all all all are hearing the same shit. I feel like we are so desensitized by what we hear. We go through the motions of our personal lives and our personal struggles throughout the day without even witnessing that we need to change it. We already understand that it takes hard work. It takes serious ass dedication. It takes it takes from here and there motivation to actually push you to actually get to where you need to go. But in those moments where things are getting hard, you should not resort to drugs. You should not resort to violence. I can understand that some people, that's all they do. But how many people are you gonna kill the change? Like, like what, what's the number? Like how many people do you need to see murdered to actually see yourself become better. Mm. Like, like what's what's the number? I mean, I don't understand that. I've never gotten that. I don't care. Haiti, right? Haiti. There's certain parts of Haiti that's just very fucking, very just fucking poor. And that's every country. That's every state in this country. It is a very poor area. But in that country, what's it? I'm only speaking from uh, some experience. Everybody's fucking happy. <laughs> you know why? Because everybody's fucking poor. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't worried about they worried about uh, getting shot down they ain't worried about getting drugged up they ain't worried about all these things you know why because they are worried about the same thing that their neighbors worry about how are we gonna get by and when everybody has the same like-mindedness you're gonna have less violence and more productivity but when you have one person thinking this way and then another person thinking this way it becomes chaotic. We're not sitting at the long table or the round table, whatever table, and having discussion on our community and saying, "Hey, we need to change." This. Not every neighborhood in this country is doing it. I believe if every country in this fucking neighborhood was doing it, I mean every neighborhood in this country was doing it, there would be less violence because everybody would be like-minded. Why does it take a dope dealer to have this mass corporation, this illegal conglomerate, to become a success and have organized crime to be so? A uh, uh, profound and wealth, but you can't turn that around into a legitimate business and have stabilized individuals that work ninety five, that make the same amount of money that they possibly are making on the streets and and become great successors in their own in their own uh, cities and employ on top of that to in which will stabilize the neighborhood financially and become better. Why we can't do that? So I I just don't understand black people sometimes. I really don't. I get the mentality, I get when people say it's a mentality in certain in certain cities and stuff like that. I get it. But at some point you gotta stop saying that shit. Because at some point you're just going to fucking die off. And then somebody else is gonna take your place and they're gonna fucking die off because you constantly repeat the same situation over and over again. When are we gonna become smart? That's all I'm saying.
1: I can't say anything better. Say said it better myself. And with that, gentlemen, we have a podcast. All right, gentlemen, thank you for tapping into another episode of In My
0: Healing. You already know what it is. We are Black Kings. You got No Rob, CJ, and I am Cam. Please, if you have not, follow us on IG at four underscore Black Kings. Follow us on Anchor, Apple, Google, all, all of them. We are. This is animals, bro. What'd you say? This is animals.